I have these simple words tattooed on each of my wrists. Breathe in is etched on my left wrist and breathe out is on my right. They serve as both a personal reminder and a public service announcement. They don't really remind me to breathe. I mean, I do that all the time. Most of the time, I'm totally unaware. Frankly, if I'm not breathing, I'm either A, underwater holding my breath, or B, in dire need of medical attention. My tattoos remind me that I entered the world with my first breath, and I'll exit this world with my last breath. But what matters most is, what do I do in the space between these two significant breaths? I ask myself, how many breaths am I actually aware of? How many would I grade as high-quality breaths? How many of them really matter to me? Am I even breathing right now? On the surface, my tattoos might appear silly, shallow, or even girly. I mean, after all, a guy gets tattoos on his wrist. I might even come across as that guy that's covered in tattoos, but actually, I, I only have three. The other one's on my left forearm, and it's a portrait of Jack and Sally from The Nightmare Before Christmas. My wife and I were married on Halloween, so it's a constant reminder that we were simply meant to be. It took me a long time to think about a tattoo I'd want on my body for the rest of my life, but when I finally decided to pull the trigger, it was a fairly spontaneous experience. I remember driving home in the rain from a church one Sunday afternoon with my two daughters in the car when we happened upon some random tattoo shop. Actually, it, it wasn't totally random, as I purposely drove a different way home to pass this particular tattoo shop. I pulled over without hesitation and said, hey, let, let's check this place out. The girls were a bit surprised that their dad was taking them into a tattoo shop, but at the same time, they also thought it was pretty cool. Once inside, we looked at 20 or so books with different tattoo designs, and finally I just walked up to the guy behind the counter and said, hey, can you just tattoo the words breathe in and breathe out on each of my wrists? To my surprise, he, he said yes, and he quickly worked up a design, and I immediately went into the back to have it permanently etched into my skin. It didn't hurt as much as I anticipated, except for when it went over that little tendon in my wrist, you know that one that just creeps up the center of your wrist. Oh my gosh, it's so painful even to think about it now. I really wasn't expecting to get a tattoo that day, but I'm glad I did. And I'm also glad my daughters got to experience that moment with me. Uh, I say that, but at the same time, now my daughters are both pretty much covered in head to toe with tattoos. And I, I think that just might be my fault. At first, I was a little embarrassed about my tattoos, and what to say to people when they asked about them. I'd wear long sleeves or try to hide them in business meetings. After a few months, I realized how silly that was and just how important they, they meant to me. I also realized there was nothing to be embarrassed about, and the story behind my tattoos gave me an opportunity to connect with people on a deeper level. And that's what I always desired and wanted. If you ask me about my tattoos and I know that you're genuinely interested in my story, it's likely that one or both of us might get a little bit emotional. This happened when a nurse was taking my blood pressure and caught a glance of my tattoos. Breathe in, breathe out. What's that all about? She asked. I've also been asked about my tattoos by a coworker, someone that I pass by every day in the hallway with nothing more than the occasional head nod or hello. When I told them both my story, it was straight from the heart. 
It was a little different in each circumstance, but they both included the part about the two most emotional experiences in my life. The first one was when my four kids were born and I saw them take their first breath. Breathe in. And the second one is when my mom died in the hospital in my arms and took her very last breath. Breathe out. Now, I don't tell the story the way I just told it to you. It, it, it's really difficult. I, I, I show my wrists to them and I hold them up and I probably will close my eyes like the way I'm doing right now. And I take my other hand and I, I run my fingers over the words, breathe in and breathe out, almost like I'm trying to push them further into, into my arms. And as I tell that story, I'm right back in that moment. No matter how many times I tell that story, I'm back in that moment and I feel that joy and I feel that pain. At some point in our lives, we all experience the birth or death of someone very special in our lives, someone that mere words can't describe. Even though we all experience these things, we seldom talk about them. My tattoos allow me to have that conversation. For me, breathing in and breathing out is all about living a life and not just going through the motions. We are all in a rush to get somewhere, get something, go someplace other than where we are right now. We struggle most of our lives to have something we don't have, to acquire one more thing that will complete us. But even if it does arrive, it doesn't complete us. Sometimes we awaken our higher consciousness and realize that we have been where we needed to be the entire time. The moment you realize you've lived an entire life just to get where you're standing right now, that's when you know you can finally stop moving, you can finally breathe, you can finally live Breathe in and breathe out. I love the quote from the movie The Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living or get busy dying. When people ask me how I'm doing, I, I sometimes jokingly say, well, actually, I'm, I'm dying. This either causes them to drop their jaw and immediately try to comfort me, or they totally ignore me as they really weren't expecting an answer to that question. How are you doing? They were just being polite, just making small talk. How are you doing? has really become more of a rhetorical question. If I'm given an opportunity to explain more, I share that we're all dying. The sooner we can accept that we have a limited shelf life and our expiration dates could come at any moment, the sooner we can savor the beauty of this life. At that point, one can walk peacefully with a smile, recognizing that the things we fuss about, they really don't matter at all. Death is a great spiritual teacher, but you don't have to die or have someone close to you die to understand that you are not your body, you are not your mind, or your thoughts. What gives life meaning is the willingness to really live it. Death gives life meaning. If you're living every experience fully, there's nothing death can take away from you. This is why a wise person never fears death. The greatest fear is, is not a fear of dying, but a fear of actually living. To understand what is really important in my life, I asked myself, what would I do if I only had 72 hours to live? I don't think that's a far-fetched question because if you add up all the times in my life when I felt most alive, when I felt an incredible passion and energy, these moments added together would still be less than 72 hours. So what would I eat? Who would I see? Where would I go? Would I squander away the time? Would I take my own life? Would I laugh? Would I cry? 
Would I even know why? Would I breathe in and fill my lungs like I've never breathed in before? When I'm asked, what do I do for a living? I respond simply, I breathe in, I breathe out. My life is that simple. If I stop breathing, I stop living. So my number one priority is to breathe as long as I can. It sounds simple, but it's so easy to forget. I guess that's why I've got it scribbled on my left and right wrists.